All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Johnny Gill, your host, my co-host here, Sean Ellis. Sean, what's good? What's going on, man? All right, let's get uh let's get right into it. Week one recap. We had two very, very anticlimactic games. Uh, both the scores weren't even mo- worth mentioning. Um <laughs> Alliance took care of business, and like I expected, Lake Houston Live took care of business. Uh, I didn't put official predictions on the board, but I was I was pretty much right. Yeah, it's a little bit of a change from this summer where you know you was probably you was picking against the grain and things were kind of going the other way. But you were pretty good with your predictions uh, this past week, so good job on your part. <laughs> I'm not surprised, and you know what? To be honest with you, I don't think it's going to be hard to pick them this year. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's actually going to be hard with the with the teams that are on one. Those are the teams that will be hard to pick because it kind of just depends on how they're coming in, how they're warming up. i seen some guys uh, in the gym before we came to start the podcast that have been uh, putting in extra work to get it in. So shout-out to Alliance and uh, shout-out to the Monstars trying to get on track. Yes, sir. Uh, I think with those the teams that lost, it's always about to start with those guys. When the Bullets start well, they usually play well. They end well as well. Um, Monstars, they just need a good start. And I think when they start from behind, they usually stay behind. So mm. it's 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 difficult. I mean, it's difficult for anybody to play from behind, period. But uh, in particular, those teams, they start from behind. It's rough. Uh, you know, they they they're like a lot of NBA teams right now. Mm. Both teams struggle with defense. So right. right. <laughs> so when they play from behind, it's very tough for those guys to get back in the game. So and, and they don't have the shooting like the NBA players do. Well, exactly. <laughs> just to be just to be honest. Um, okay, so. Let's talk about this. Now we got two teams that are that are one and zero, and we got two thing two teams that are zero and one. Do you believe uh, this is how it will stay, or do you think it will be some kind of swing at some point in the season? I'm trying, very much trying to keep the faith in the monsters, and I'm I'm hoping you know will the real monsters please stand up? Yes, yes. I, I've it's been. A season and a half now mm-hmm. that I've been waiting on those guys to show up, and every week I, I really want to pick them to pull out a game and win a game, and they're steadily have continued to disappoint me. Mm. So again, with the real monsters, please stand up. Somebody um, besides X. Yes, please. <laughs> I want, oh, they, and they just like the consistency. You know, they have guys who play outstanding one week, and then they come back the next week. You know, they get two or three points, mm. which is the mark of. A team that's not very good, you know, yeah. a mediocre team. So, I mean, like I said, hopefully they can turn it around and get it going. As far as the Bullets, again, like I said, they have Mr. Efficiency, you know, they have Dante. So, mm-hmm. I don't even want to count them out. But, again, you know, with those slow starts, man, you know, it's, it's putting a lot on the on the man's back when they kind of start slow like that and then they kind of have to dig themselves out of the hole. And with the way the Alliance, the defending champs, are playing, mm-hmm. I just don't think anybody can come back against those guys if they start slow against yeah. those guys. I mean, you just have to – you kind of have to play them even, you know, play them within five points, and then, you know, the last two, three minutes of the game, try to make a strong run, and probably, you probably can beat them. But playing behind 10 and 15 against those guys, it's just not going to get it done. Especially if they have Duke. Yeah, especially if they have Duke. Yeah, so. they have Duke, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, – let's talk about the uh, – not Alliance. Uh, what's the team they played? Uh, bullets. The bullets. Let's talk about the bullets now. The bullets. They're an interesting team. 
like you said, they do have Dante, and Dante definitely uh, keeps him in the game. But I don't, I don't see Larry shooting zero for nine for three again. I don't That's see that. Point. I don't see that. So maybe that was a, a contributing factor to their downfall. Absolutely. So. Who knows? Shot, different shots get taken. Uh, defense tightens up. The game is a completely different game, even if he makes half of those shots. Yeah. He makes a third of them. He makes yeah. three of them. Man. He, he puts them within striking distance. Yeah. You know, I think they lost by 17, 18 points. Mm-hmm. He makes you know, three of those. They're within range at that point. You know, the game's a lot closer. And when the game's a lot closer, a lot of other things don't happen at the end of the game where you, a lot of guys get like free layups and things like that because the game's out of reach. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if they're within seven to eight points, I mean, it's a completely different game. And some of the looks he got were open shots, you know. You know one like these were all shots with a hand in his face. But, you know, I mean, he shoots, you keep shooting. And yeah. eventually they'll start falling. So, again, I don't expect him to go 0 for 9 from 3 again, you know. I think if they get a pretty decent – and thinking not to mention, you know, maybe he was a little tight. He was playing yeah. against the team that he had just yeah. left. Did you purposely schedule that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, what's what's we know? We it's, it's about business, you know. Yeah, <laughs> what's what's yeah. a little entertaining? Get the people you know? what they hey, want to see. People what they want to see. So again, you know, he may have been a little tight because he was playing against his ex team and mm-hmm. some of his ex teammates. Uh, but I don't expect him again to go open nine for three, let alone take nine threes. I know? don't either. And speaking of uh, new players in new areas, let's transition to our next segment. All right, so speaking of newcomers, we got uh let's start with uh let's start with Jordan Gibson. Now Jordan looked a little shaky his first game, I'm not gonna lie. He looked a little shaky. But he's long, uh he looks like he's playing out of position. He's probably a true three, maybe a two. Right. Only thing about two is his shooting looked a little shaky as well. So I mean, it could be first game jitters. Do you contribute to first game jitters or you think he's just out of position? Uh absolutely. I think it was a little bit of a little bit of both. Um, I think as the game wore on, he looked a lot better. Uh, yeah. I saw that uh, he's playing with Dante. Dante didn't lose a lot of confidence in him. He kept getting him the ball. Mm-hmm. And I think in the second half of the game, he played a lot better. But, yeah, I was first game judge because, like I say, he looked a little struggled in the first half. Mm-hmm. Okay, Shot a couple air balls. He shot a couple air balls. A little rookie Kobe-ish. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, again, as the game wore on, I did see him. He, like, he improved. He looked like he got a lot better as the game wore on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think I think what a lot of guys do, uh, kind of forget sometimes, you know, a lot of these guys are college players, ex-pros. So, mm-hmm. when they get out there, they don't realize how fast action is, you know, because these guys can really play yeah. in a lot of cases. So, I think he was a little shocked about this, the game speed at first. Mm-hmm. But then I think he caught on in the second half. He looked a lot better in the second half uh, for us, one of our newcomers. I mean, I, I'd have to agree. Uh, I think he'll be okay, too. I'm not going to write him off just yet. Um, I think he needs to be a little bit more efficient. Like you said, Dante did spoon feed him a couple yeah. buckets. So yeah. it did. It definitely raised his percentage. But um, – I think he needs to stay away from the three ball for now. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, stick with the mid-range, you know, get Absolutely. a couple of easy buckets. Now, if you hit those early, you hit, you know, your first six out of eight shots, then you can extend it to the three-point line once you see that ball go on the hoop a few times. You sound like a true coach, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, tell my guys all time. what can I say? What can I say? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I say, he's long, uh, rangy. Uh, he could probably definitely get into the pass lanes, probably be a mm-hmm. – uh, Defender, really good defender. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of good things. He had a couple uh, key rebounds. Um, 
That's you know, a tough matchup, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, I saw a guy a couple times put a little weight on that. I would say he had a tough matchup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a tough matchup. You know, but again, he, he he fared a lot better in the second half, I think, once the game slowed down. So hopefully that carries over into a full game next week. Okay. Week. And Brian Tennant. Yeah. Now, Brian, he didn't like my critique of him of calling him Aaron <laughs> McKee. I, I thought it was pretty spot on. I'm usually pretty good with these comparisons. Aaron McKee, do you, I mean, do you do you see where I was going with that? I saw where he was going with that, but you know, I think Aaron McKee is about fifteen years ago, so he probably just completely remember Aaron That's McKee's true. That's true. game, or uh, whatever the case may be. But again, Aaron McKee didn't take a lot of threes. He was kind of uh, he lived in the mid range. Yeah, lived in the mid range pull up, and that's what Brown was doing. He was killing with the mid range pull up. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think you know he kind of has this little movie does where he kind of you know he's kind of lures you to sleep with the dribble and then he kind of takes off real quick very very Aaron McKeish yeah <laughs> that's what I'm saying that's why I got it I was like and so 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 again he he was very efficient very played some decent defense rebounding he did a little bit of everything mm-hmm. he's a nice little piece for the Alliance uh definitely contributed to their uh win yeah. uh last week so another newcomer who kind of really showed up mm-hmm. really really showed up and showed out so you know he and definitely not gonna say he's in the MVP race yet, but not yet, not yet. You know, he definitely played well. Definitely played well. Last I week. mean, I, I, what did he fin- I know he finished over twenty. Yeah, I think he finished with twenty three, six and six. Twenty three. I don't think Alliance came into the game thinking they were gonna get twenty three from Brian. No, not at all. Not at all. I don't think that was part of the game plan. Right. You know. And then, so if he gonna do that, yeah, you know, so if he give you, if he can after on twenty three, six and six, I yeah. mean, he definitely will be an MVP. Uh, right. Uh, running, but. Uh, you know, we'll see what that consistency uh, holds for him. Though. With the fast start, I- I'll be honest with you. I was thinking more like he w- he could average about sixteen, yeah, about sixteen a game. But with him scoring twenty three, that would mean you'd have to have a couple bad games, yeah, <laughs> to drop his average. So yeah. I'm thinking more like nineteen twenty now yeah. Yeah. if he's consistent. Absolutely, and um, uh, like I said, we'll see. A lot of kind of has to do with the pace of games too. I can definitely see them playing like they play Lake Houston tomorrow. Then playing Lake Houston, the game slowing down a little yeah. bit, and him not maybe getting those same numbers. So, yeah. so we'll see. It'll be very interesting tomorrow. Probably the two top teams playing each other early. Yeah, top teams. I like that. Let's let's transition to our next segment. Mm-hmm. All right. So now on to our power rankings. Uh, as I stated, actually coming in, I think my preseason power rankings will stay the same. Nothing will change. Uh, I have. Alliance number one because they are the champs, but I'm very, very tempted to put Lake Houston above them. But I'll wait. I'll wait for now because Lake Houston really, really looked impressive. They look good. They but look Alliance good. was missing one. Lake Houston was missing a lot of guys. Yeah. So that that that's alarming for me for Alliance. So I will see for now. So I got uh, Alliance number one, Lake Houston two. I got the Bullets number three just because Dante alone. <laughs> and then Monstars, I got them at number four. Because they're still struggling. They're coming off a one-win season last year, heading yeah. into the playoffs. Yeah. And and then they start off the season getting beat by 20-plus. So, yeah. I mean, it's rightfully so. I, I might have to call Squeak out, man. Yeah. S- S- Squeak, man. Right, we need we need to see something. <laughs> we, we, need, we need to step up, man. You guys got to start playing complimentary basketball, man. We, yeah. we got to see something, man. I, I'm tired of putting you guys at the very bottom of our power rankings. Yeah. So, please show up and show out tomorrow. Show us something tomorrow. Yes. You got the mm-hmm. bullets tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be a tough pick. And and again, let's say we got top two teams playing bottom two teams. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're playing for the bottom tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't want to be there. And you don't want to be there. You've been there the first two weeks already. Going into the third week, let's try to get you from that bottom spot, monsters. Please, please. Uh, listen, I don't want to make a prediction yet, so I'll, I'll stay away from that. That's gonna be next. Um, 
I think we're I, – I think it's going to be, like I said, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be kind of easy to do these power rankings this week. Yeah. yeah. There shouldn't be any tough, any tough pickings. And we will definitely find out after, uh, after tomorrow with, uh, with the Lake Houston and Alliance. Yes, we'll absolutely. definitely know who's going to be what. Actually, I think both teams have had their full, full complement of players. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely – I expect a good game tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I, I, I actually, be honest with you, I expect two good games tomorrow. I think both teams are playing for something. Yeah. More so than anything else, too, I think both teams are playing for a lot of pride. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't – I hope this doesn't happen. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was, it was a little chippy mm. in both games. Mm. But, you know, a few elbows, a few bumps here and there. Uh, I like good, clean basketball. But, again, I wouldn't – be surprised if it got real competitive uh, tomorrow. So we'll wait and see. Again, both teams uh, on the top end, they'll both have their full complement of players. Two teams representing the last two championships in Houston. Absolutely, absolutely. So, again, it's a lot of pride there. And even with the bottom two teams, I think it's a lot of pride there too because I think both of them want to get off Schneid. You know, I think both of them want to have a win. Mm-hmm. And I think for the All-Stars, hey, I've been asked for it for a long time. I've been kid been killing you. Yeah. I've been trying to hold fate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see, man. We'll definitely see. All right. All right, so it's time for us to make our picks. Uh, I'm going to go. Let's start. What's the first game at seven? What's, which one is that? We have Bullets, Monstar, seven. Bullets and Monstar, seven. Okay. This is not easy, but by the way, y'all, normally when I make my picks, last year I had a bad season as far as uh, being bad luck with my picks. I think this year will be the total opposite. <laughs> so if I pick you, which it, that means you should get a W because my first two, I was right. Right. Uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give Monstars a break. I'm going to say Monstars pull okay. it off and the Bullets fall to 0-2. Uh, it's gonna be a close game, though. I'll say the Monstars win ninety-two to eighty-eight. I agree. I <laughs> I've been trying to give him a break, man. So maybe I'm just soft on him. I don't know what it is, man. But I, I'm I'm gonna go roll with you on that definitely. I'm gonna say Monstars. Dante Dante don't be mad at me. Yeah, but, please. Uh, <laughs> please. Dante, you got Dante will definitely have. Uh, He'll probably lead the league in PPR again for yeah, sure. It was a Dante, Brandon, uh, the whole crew over there, man. Don't don't be mad at me, man. Demick. Yeah. <laughs> Larry, look, guys, don't be mad at me, but I'm gonna go ahead and roll with the Monstars with X and uh and with a new cast. We have we have a couple new guys on the Monstars too. We okay. have, uh, Johnny Rosenberry okay. and Keith. Uh so we definitely we got some uh uh, Cypress guys okay. over there on the Monstars. So uh, with Brandon, so we, I'm gonna go ahead and roll. Like I said, I may have a soft spot, a uh, soft spot for these guys. But look, if you guys disappoint me tomorrow. It's probably be the last oh, yeah. time I pick you guys. Oh, this is it. This is it. This is it. <laughs> so definitely. So I'm gonna go with the Monstars over the Bullets tomorrow. Okay. And uh, do you have a score? I'm gonna go. Since both teams struggle. Man. Defensively. <laughs> yes. yes. I'm gonna say ninety nine to ninety three. Ninety nine, ninety three. Yeah. Okay, I like it. So guys should get their numbers. So yes. <laughs> we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Uh and the game of the night, probably the game of the week for sure. Yeah. Uh Alliance versus Lake Houston. Okay. Yeah. Now this is hard. This is hard for me. 
But I'm gonna stick by uh, what's my guy's name? Uh, I can't think of his name. Kobe. What's what's his, what's his first name? I keep getting Kobe. Kobe's his middle name. Or uh, Lane Houston? No, for uh, for Alliance. Alliance. Defensive MVP. What's my guy? Oh, name? Uh, uh, Howard. Howard. Yeah, Howard. Yeah. Howard. My guy Howard. Okay, so Howard, I'm gonna roll with your with your request. I'm not gonna pick y'all because you say you don't want me picking y'all because. It helps you. So I'm going to go with Lake Houston, mm-hmm. and this one is actually going to be a lower scoring game. I'm going to say 79-77. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, uh, not going to agree with the pick, mm-hmm. but I think the score, I would say the score is going to be 74-71. Okay. And I'm just saying that Alliance is battle-tested. You know, they've, yep. they've, you know, they've taken down, you know, they're pulled out, you know, Sir Lancelot's sword and, mm-hmm. and taking down a few dragons. Okay. So I, I'm going to give them, the battle-tested group, a slight edge in their defending champs. These are the last two defending champs. Is Duke going to be in the building? I don't know, man. That's a big, mm. that's a big part of it. So. Well, let me modify my pick. And so <laughs> that, that's a big if. If, Duke, I know if they Duke's will coming, have, I might have to, might have to re, re We will have our oldie but newbie. Uh, Gino, Gino, back. Okay. Uh, so he'll be back. Gino's in the building right now shooting. Yeah, he's actually in the building right now shooting. Mm-hmm. So he'll be back tomorrow. They also have a, a newbie, um, Sweezy. Okay. Uh, you'll see ex football player, ex NFL football player. Actually. Okay. So we got another one. Yeah, we got another one. <laughs> <laughs> he's not quite as big as the other one, but he's a nice size guy as well. Man. <laughs> the other dude wasn't having it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he'll he'll be he'll be in the building as well. So. Uh, it'll be a nice matchup. It'll be a really nice matchup. But without Duke, with Duke, I, I definitely give him the edge. Yeah. But without Duke, I'm gonna say, you know, I'm even go seventy two, seventy one. Oh, okay. One so that's a, that means it has to be a game winner. Yeah, one possession. So we don't know who the game throw. winner is gonna come from. We gonna make a prediction on that too. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I can see Brian. Drive to the basket, mm. drop off the sweat. Mm. Oh, he's done that before. He's done that against Lake Houston. Yes, <laughs> yes. Day drop for. Oh man, that's tough. It'll, it'll be it'll be in the semifinal last year. That's oh, tough. for the for the in the summer. Anthony, I would not wish that against you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to say that. That that is going to be a tough game yeah. though. Yeah, absolutely. So that that's what I'm. So I'm guessing. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, but if no, we may be different this time. I might be got it. Picks guys this time, it absolutely is a terrible thing. And, you know, so far your luck is good. So we'll see. Okay, we'll see. All right, so now for my favorite segment of this show. Uh, In the news, we're going to start things off. This will be a basketball theme tonight. We'll stick straight to the NBA. And we're going to start with the 0-3 Lakers. Now, the Lakers are 0-3. Everyone says I'm a LeBron hater. I I disagree. I see more of myself as, uh, you know, a, a realist. I, I tell it like it is. I tell it like I see it. I call it like I see it. Uh, the Lakers are 0-3. LeBron James uh, has really, really hyped himself up for this season. And I believe that his off-the-court endeavors have surpassed his priority 
uh, for his on-the-court endeavors, and it has definitely got them off to a slow start. Will that be the detriment of the team? That remains to be seen. But they are 0-3, and I do recall uh, LeBron coming out front-running in the first game with a couple dunks and thinking the other team was going to back down. They didn't. The second game against the Rockets, uh, he disappeared in the fourth quarter. Rockets <laughs> ran away with it. And we'll talk about that a little later, too, uh, yeah. how that ended. <laughs> and then uh, and then the Spurs, the Spurs game, he did hit a big three-pointer to tie the game and send it into overtime. But like LeBron does in LeBron James fashion, when it's time to hit clutch free throws, he steps up to the line and he misses. He's not going to make them both. Yeah. He's going to either miss one or miss them both. Yeah. It's rare that he actually makes them both. Well, he'll, he'll probably make the one that he needs to make, but this time he missed both of them. And that was the detriment of the team. They got another chance. He shot a fallaway mid-range shot from the left side. I knew that wasn't going in. It looked terrible when it left his hand. And they lost another one three. Your thoughts? I think um, what I I saw throughout the summer going into the fall, Mm -hmm. uh, I saw the the cocky and arrogant Laker fans reappear Mm. after an absence of the last five seasons. Mm. (laughs) Laker fans, these are... Old Laker fans and new Laker fans. Yes, absolutely. Ugh. And I, they, they have returned. Ugh. And I think they just got a strong sense of reality of what it is. I mean, it just LeBron's a great player. He's an awesome player. It is what it is. But I mean, he has his deficiencies, his things that he, he struggles with here and there. But Shoot. I mean, he's an amazing basketball player. Amazing Shoot. basketball player. But, you know, they can't hear me because you're talking. Shooting, <laughs> shooting, 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 shooting. Go ahead. <laughs> and again, amazing basketball player. But in the past, uh, for what we've seen over the past eight to nine seasons, with his amazing brand of basketball, if he is, some of those deficiencies have always been covered up because he's had other great players around him. Mm-hmm. And now, in this case, he has a bunch of young guys. Mm hmm. Who are unproven, mm-hmm. and we're trying to make these guys Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving. Bunch of non shooters, too. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just not ready to be that. And mm. uh, you see that with the ball in his hands a couple of times, a lot at the end of games. Mm-hmm. Even though they have point guards like Rondo and uh, uh, Lonzo, Lonzo Ball, Lance Point Forward. Yeah. You know, but with that being said, these guys are young, and they're just not quite ready to be uh, that championship team yet. And so that's why we see this on three start. Uh, and by the way, the the play call, the the, the inbound play call that Popovich ran for the game winner that Spurs ran was just beautiful basketball. That was absolutely my. Amazing. I mean, Pop, that's what he does. Yeah. He draws up the best plays I've ever seen. Him and uh and the coach for the uh, for the Celtics. Oh, uh, uh, um, Brad, uh, Brad Stevens, yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Those two right there. Yeah, that was an amazing play call. And that, you know, a young player like Lonzo trailing behind the ball, mm-hmm. not to try to be sound too much like a coach, yeah. but trailing behind the ball instead of jumping to the basketball, yes. falls behind the guy, handoff, wide open jumper, you know. And, and, just, and Patty Mills is knocked down. And that's, yeah, Patty Mills is knocked down. But again, you know, I try not to be the LeBron hater, you mm-hmm. know, but. Just kind of going off what Kev said, mm-hmm. he put him in overtime with a clutch three, mm-hmm. but then he kind of, you know, the, the, the free throws, free throws weren't even close. Yeah, he tricked them off completely. No, they weren't even close. So. And the, and I see that the refs are still allowing him to lean into the lane 
when he's shooting, shooting his free, free throw. throw. Yeah, I that's mean, a lane violation. It's a lane violation. You can't do that. I guess when you're, you know, one of the better players, the best player in the world, I guess you get that, you know. That's with, ridiculous. <laughs> with that being said, do I expect him to – I expect him to eventually look better, maybe late December, early January. Uh, I give him 44 and 38. I can see them – They might miss the playoffs, though. It might be a nice seed. They may miss the playoffs, especially if – Portland and, and the Pelicans. My guy CJ. By the way, I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to cut you off. CJ, appreciate you for that fifty dollars. I knew you was gonna come through for your boy. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> and uh, you know, yeah, tell Mackie, tell CJ what's up. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> Mackie, appreciate that. <laughs> but again, those you know, with the Pelicans playing well, in ascending looks like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the teams like Portland and Denver mm-hmm. and these teams playing well. Phoenix I didn't think on. the Lakers would be on the outside looking in. But, and like I say, I think they play, they play Phoenix tonight. I think so. Yeah, they play Phoenix tonight. Yeah, Wednesday, yeah. 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 Phoenix has not looked that bad either. They, Phoenix looks good. They look pretty decent right now. I don't so, see nobody checking Devin. So, with that being said, it's going to be, it's gonna be a, it's going to be a war to get in. You know, in the West. It's always a war to get in the West, but with these new teams ascending up. I wonder yeah. why they want a game this month because it's not looking good. <laughs> it's not looking good at all. It's not going to be easy, man. It's definitely not going to be easy. So, we'll see. Let's talk about this second loss that they had. Uh, yeah. It was against the Rockets. And something happened <laughs> late in the game. Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul and Rondo. Rondo. So, these two. Uh, for any basket, all my basketball historians out there, you know that this stems way back. Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul and Rondo have a lot of animosity towards each other. They don't mm-hmm. like each other. Chris Paul famously was told by Rondo, "You will, they will, you will never win a championship. Yeah. The, any team that you are will never win a championship." Same thing was told to Avery Johnson by Damon Stoudemire. Avery Johnson proved him otherwise. Right. But Chris Paul has yet to do so. Right. And he's played on some good teams. Uh huh. So, I don't know. Uh, it's um uh, again with the, <laughs> I, I actually think but I actually like Rondo. I do too. He's <laughs> one, one of my favorite guys. Actually, yeah, I, I like Rondo, but it's just kind of hard sometimes when he's been a, a malcontent. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Everywhere he's gone, he starts talking about this guy's not a good guy. Yeah. This guy, it's not a good teammate. Really no credibility. When, yeah. And I mean, his credibility is a little shot when he literally ran Ray Allen off the Celtics. Yes. Yeah. And still ain't talking to him. Yeah. He's, they still don't talk to this day. So, mm. again, I think they're two very competitive guys. And I like what both of them bring to the table mm-hmm. as true point guards to me because I, yes. I don't think it's. A lot of true point guards. You know, we have a lot of scoring point guards now. Chris so, Paul can shoot on right. top of facilitating, but yeah. Rondo's just strictly pass first. Yeah, and and so I, so what for what those guys bring to the game, you know, I hate that they are, they kind of get into it. But again, like I was saying earlier, you know, I mean it's good entertainment for us to watch. Yeah. Uh, but again, you know, for two floor generals like that. As competitive as they are, I wish they probably could have handled it a different way where they yeah. didn't have to put their hands on each other. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, a little bit had to do with I think they were kind of joined back and forth. And at that time, Chris was getting the better of him at that time. When was the last time they played against each other? Because I remember Chris Paul being hurt a lot last year. So, I don't think they played the Pelicans. Uh, again, I don't think they played against each other when they played the Pelicans. Maybe they did, but I don't, I don't I, well, I think Rondo was hurt at the time they played. I remember one of the games, Boogie Cousins 
blew out his uh, Achilles. Yep. Yep. I think Rondo wasn't playing in that game. And then he was with Chicago, which he had got traded to, so they right. probably didn't play then. Yeah. Well, you know, Rondo sits a lot of times, yeah. too, because he has – He's having issues with the coaches a lot right. of times. Too. Dallas, he got traded to Dallas, and yeah, that same thing. I don't remember. And so, it's yeah. been a while since they squared off against each other. Yeah, so that probably had a little to do with it too. You know, it kind of probably brought up a little not so fun they, memories of they, each other. They don't like each other. And then you had two guys that one was in the East, one was in the West. They don't see each other that much. Oh, yeah. So this is the first time that we're gonna get to see them against each other a lot. And so this rivalry ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I think they play again December second, something like that. Yeah, and they play them here in Houston. You know what's funny? We've been talking about their history. We said nothing about the fight. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm gonna ask for your opinion. I'm gonna give you mine. Okay. In your opinion, who won the quote unquote fight? Uh. I mean, it wasn't a necessary winner winner. You know? Yeah. But I guess Chris got two. The Rondos won. Uh. Even though I think Rondo's may have been a little cleaner. Oh, yeah. He hit him flush. Yeah, I think Rondo's punch may have been a little cleaner. But Chris got two off on him. Mm. So, eh. I don't really want to say. I, I think in, in the, if let's say, if it was if it was on the street, mm-hmm. I would definitely probably say Rondo because he spit on him. Yeah. And punched him. Yes. Which is pretty bad, pretty humiliating. And when somebody spits on you and punches you and you don't get the... Absolutely annihilate them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think this? Do you think this spit was intentional? Because I heard his explanation this morning. It's, it's be honest with you. It's it's to tell what somebody's real intentions are. It's kind of hard to tell because I heard him say that I wasn't even talking to him. Then you kind of look at it, look at it, and kind of does like he's saying something. Yeah. Then it kind of does like kind of maybe try to flick it on him yeah. real, real quick. But, but at the same did, time, like his explanation goes, if I spit on somebody. I would be bracing myself for him. Right, I'm not looking the other way. Yeah. That's a good point. And so it, it's kind of... Especially know, with somebody I know don't mess with me. Yeah. <laughs> so Unless he was trying to be slick and yeah. spit on him, but I don't know why you would be slick and spit on somebody. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Either way it go, I think in a heated situation, if spit hits anybody, yeah. it's probably going to go there. I don't, you know what? Yeah. I, I, don't, I think Chris Paul overreacted because looking at Rondo, well, his explanation and watching the replay, and it's kind of tying together. His story is adding up. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, at first I was like, nah, he did that because he don't like him. Yeah. But listening to his explanation, looking at the replay, I can see what he's saying. He said he had his mouthpiece in his mouth. If you're, if you're talking to somebody mm-hmm. face-to-face with your mouthpiece in your mouth, I mean, <laughs> I do that all the time even without a mouthpiece, and yeah. I don't mean to do it. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Maybe maybe he's being maybe he's telling the truth because his reaction to when Chris poked him in the eye he he cold clocked him because he's like no I'm not letting you get off of me like that I think it's just a lot of wrong period I think yeah it started with I don't know what was going on with Brandon Ingram but yeah the, oh my goodness the, the, the push what was that about for no reason started and then Rondo kind of walks towards Chris Paul yeah. He should have did that. He started it with yeah. that. Yeah, he definitely did. But definitely did. Chris Paul, on his end, probably could have just act like he didn't see him and probably walked off. Yeah. You know, especially as the the player uh, association president. Yeah. He probably could have. And granted, Chris Paul's a competitive guy. And, yeah. and, and he's a little knack, too, like Rondo. Yeah, they, they, They're both agitators. They're about the same. Yeah, they're yeah. both agitators. So, 
in a way, I think he probably felt like, I, you know, this dude here, I'm not going to back down for this dude. But yeah. he, that was probably a situation where he probably could have just walked off act like he didn't see the guy. Kind of yeah. similar to what James did after he got pushed. Yeah. Just, and just let it go. Cause James, was, day, James was at half court by yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, where'd you go? This yeah. dude here. Yeah, I, James looked really confused. Like, he, did. he didn't he really. I think, it's, I, I think I know why Brandon Ingram did that because I had to think about it. Okay, so James Harden went in hard left. Yeah, cuffed the ball, extended his arm, and basically pushed him. Yeah, he basically pushed him, you know, in a slick way, like going to the basket, trying to absorb the contact. And then Brandon didn't like that. And then when he saw that James was complaining to the referee, like, "Man, shut up!" Like you, you know, you look like you dang near fouled me. So he pushed him, like you know. And then James looking like, oh, like what, what's going on? And then Chris, I mean, then 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 see, uh, then Rondo looking like, man. Chris Paul, you've been pissing me off. <laughs> this is the perfect time for me to say something to you. So I'm going to go over here and say something to you. And then, and then everything just yeah. got crazy. I'm yeah. like, man. And then Brandon Ingram just lost his mind. Yeah, just, like, okay, it. you already addressed James Harden. Now you went over here. Why are you coming in, running in, swinging yeah. wild? Yeah, I have no idea. Be honest with he you. deserved to get the most games. Yeah, to be honest with you, he better, he's lucky that David Stern is still not the commissioner because David oh, Stern yeah. probably gave him 15 games. Oh, easy. That. Easy, you know, even though he didn't connect. Yeah, he he definitely probably his been, intent would have got him fifteen. Yeah, yeah, David Stern didn't play that with the fighting, especially after the Malice and the Palace. He was, yeah, he's like, and that's why, I'll be honest with you, that's why there are, there are ninety fights in the NBA anymore. It's a lot of jaw going back and forth, yeah. bumping each other, but guys that's putting their hands on each other that like got cut short. Yeah, unless you the, unless you Serge Ibaka, he don't he, care. Yeah, Serge gonna <laughs> swing on you. But even like I think what was that? That was just one game. They both got one game. That was six years ago. Stern was still the commissioner mm-hmm. then when uh, Artest elbowed Harden yeah. in the head. I think Artest got like 12 games for that. Yeah, he deserved it. Yeah, it, absolutely. So what, that, was, what was that about? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude. Yeah, well, you know, he had some, yeah. some mental health issues going yeah. on there, too. Clearly. <laughs> but, again, yeah, Stern didn't play that. I think, you know, Adam Silver's a little bit – he's more of a player's guy, so I think he was trying to kind of be like, look, guys, I'm, I'm going to hit you a little bit this time. Don't do it again. And hopefully we'll have any more fights, but I mean yeah. it's good entertainment. It is <laughs> for a Saturday night too. Speaking of different eras, let's 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 go be our last segment. This is our closing point: lack of defense in the NBA. The defense yeah. has gotten ridiculous. Like I, every time I look, because I haven't, like I said, I'm gonna be honest, I still haven't watched much basketball because I'm still in football mode. Right, right, right. Every, my Sundays are pretty much, as far as sports goes, they're dedicated to football. Yeah. Even with the World Series going on right now, the yeah. Astros not in. I ain't watching it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't care who wins. Yeah, I really, I, really I don't. Really don't care. I'm done. Yeah. So I'm watching football. So I look at every time I look at a box score, I'm like, dude, one forty two to one forty one in one overtime. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the Detroit game. I think Blake Griffin's hit fifty last hit 50. night. Hit fifty. But they scored like one fifty though. Yeah. In like overtime. Yeah. Which is a. Points are, points are, but again, since I'm a, a basketball purist, yeah, I, I like the points, but yeah. at the same time, I, I need somebody to be able to stop somebody. At first, I thought, you know, the first couple games, I thought it was just the Rockets, but no, it's the whole it's everybody. league. You know, it's even, everybody. even the Warriors are giving up a ton of points. Yeah. They're scoring a lot, but they're And they, they quote-unquote play defense. Yeah. They're quote, I don't unquote, see it. I don't see it either. And they gave up 126 the other day. You know, it's just, it, it's, it's. And, and granted, some of it has to do with the rule changes, like yeah. the uh, new shot clock rule. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. On the yeah. offensive rebound, they reset it to 14 instead of reset it to 24. Yeah. So that has a little to do with That's it. more possessions. There's more possessions. Teams are playing faster. Shots are going up quicker. Shots are going up a lot quicker. I mean, if you watch the Pelicans play, 
you know, they're 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 the new seven seconds or less. Mm-hmm. You know, they they really do the seven seconds or less, and that's what a down the inside guy. They're still seven seconds or less getting the ball up. Yeah. So I mean, it's uh, it's entertaining, like you said, but I'm a bas- basketball purist. I coach basketball, right, so I like. A little defense here and there. I like yeah. to see somebody stop somebody here and there. I mean, if you hot, it's cool. But if you're not hot, it's like somebody got to play defense. <laughs> I, I'm looking. I'm looking at it like this. A lot of times when you see a high scoring game, it's like okay, one thirty to one twenty something. I'm yeah. like, I, I I used to think like okay, uh, this per, somebody got off. Somebody hit fifty. Right, 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 well, a lot right. of times when you check the box score, it's pretty balanced. Yeah. The high has twenty six. Yeah. It's a lot of guys with 14, 14 18, 16, yeah. 18. And I'm like, man, how does that add up to it? I, I, I have to put it in the calculator. I'm like, yeah. yeah, that's that's right. Especially with guys who have rotations but only eight, nine players right. still scoring with 14, 15, 16. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. You have to literally use your calculator to make sure it's right. And it's right. It's definitely right. Right. But Blake Griffin hitting 50. That surprised me. I'm like, man, every time I check it when it's high scoring, it's balanced. But yeah. not that time. Yeah. He had 50. <laughs> yeah, he had 50. And he had 50 on a good team. You know, this yeah. is uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. One of the better teams in the East. And Embiid wasn't checking him? He checked him on that game point, and, and he didn't check him. <laughs> yeah, right. I saw what happened when Andre Drummond fouled out. Yeah. Oh, God. That dude, he can't do nothing with Embiid. Like, he can't. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was, that was oh, my God, that was gone. But, yeah, he, he tried to check Blake on the game winner, and Blake did a, a fake handoff. And yeah. Both of them jumped at the handoff. He went in wow. and laid the ball up for the, for the game. So, wow. it was a really good game, though. It came down to the wire. Yeah, I don't watch too many, many pissing games, but I, I do like watching the Sixers. Uh, yeah. Embiid and Ben Simmons are really fun to watch. And yeah. Ben Simmons, I mean, like I said, I haven't watched much basketball, but um, – is he going to shoot this year? Is he going to shoot from behind the free throw line? I, I think the fact that he's a monster with an uh, inability to shoot is scary. Scary. Because, yeah. I mean, he's going to be in the NBA a long time. He's going to develop a jump shot, just like Jason Kidd did. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. He had a little push shot, but it worked. LeBron, Kobe, all of them, they developed a, a decent jump shot after years of playing ball and, and just the repetition. Jason Kidd can shoot it all, and now he's like he's ranked in the top five mm. made threes ever. So that's crazy that you know those guys put the work in. So I'm assuming he'll have that same same kind of work ethic. Uh, and I mean, like I said, the fact that he's kind of a monster and dominant without being able to shoot the ball at all, because like you said, he doesn't shoot the ball outside. No, he doesn't. Twelve feet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which is crazy, but we'll see. We'll definitely see. All right, so. Guys, it's been great. It's been fun. Absolutely. Um, we will definitely do this again next week. It looks like we're going to commit to the weekdays. We're both in coaching mode. <laughs> uh, schedule will change, y'all, so just be ready on the lookout on the Facebook page when we will do the podcast. Like I said, I have I have games all during the week. I have a few tournaments later on in the year, so and I know you're doing the same. Absolutely. So uh, just, just keep your ear posted. We're definitely going to do this uh, every week, y'all. Um, we'll have week two power rankings uh, posted this weekend and uh, be on the lookout for uh, the next podcast. I'm Johnny Gill and Sean Ellis. We are out.